Hi, this is Rodney Allen Trice. I uh, welcome you back to Leia's Dead. We may have lost our rebel princess. The Empire may seem like it is kicking our ass, but uh, you, this is no time to give up. Hashtag join the resistance. Um, for those of you that are new, this is the third podcast, and uh, I am an aging Star Wars fan. Yes, I am... 51 years old, and myself and a lot of peers in the world seem to be going through a transition that just seems to make it feel like art is, or life is imitating art, and um, the Empire truly is kicking our ass, but uh, because I read a couple books um, that started my research into some of what's happening here, um, the books uh, The End of Jobs and Choose Yourself, it actually turned me around and made me realize, my God, we are at the threshold of an amazing time. It is an amazingly troubled time, and it is going to be more work than we probably ever dreamed of doing at the age of 50. But if we are willing, and if we are eager, and if we are incredibly creative and diligent and really begin to learn the real terrain of what's happening and what's changing in the world, and, and in a big way, it's due to globalization and automization that's just changing everything around the planet. Um, I think that we will find ourselves in a much better place and potentially in a place where we can finally shake off those corporate jobs uh, that we've hated if we haven't, like myself, already been tossed out of them and um, really begin to forge a world that is much more suited and fitted for humanity and to you know, just better life. So anyway, welcome back to Leia's Dead. This third podcast is called Rebranding. Sometimes even the Galactic Empire needs a zhuzh. As an art director of 30 years, I can never actually turn off my art directing mode in my brain. It's like my brain is one of those numerous apps that keeps running in the background that you just can't ever turn off. Like all of us, I just learned to live with it. I mean, it's not terrible. When it's working well, like those apps, it's brilliant and really does improve my life in so many ways. It will always be a part of me. When it's good, I can appreciate certain things on deeper levels than most can. I see details that so many totally miss. For example, I just saw Ghost in the Shell last night and my art director app in my head was so deeply moved by how beautiful every detail was every detail. My God, not that everyone can't enjoy it and not that people didn't notice the details, but when you're an art director, it's, it's different. It's, I, I, I just, I, you know what it is? Part of it is I happen to have firsthand knowledge and experience to know what goes into pulling off such an amazingly detailed, seamless, perfect picture as it was. I'm not going to get into the politics of Scarlett Johansson instead of an Asian playing the lead because honestly, in my head, from what I've heard, there are very real surgeries so prevalent for so many to Americanize their eyes and features I hear about. It kind of made sense to me that if someone was designing a robot in this world, they might indeed do that very thing to the design if there is truly this cultural thing happening there. Not that it is right. Not that I'm condoning it. And maybe comments could have been added to the dialogue to address the problem. But hey, overall, the art director in me was thrilled by the, it, this whole, the whole movie visually, and the details were just brilliant. But anyway, I have learned to simmer down the art director in my head at times and let it flow at others, but it is always there. 
When I watched J.J. Abrams' reboot of Star Trek, the very first film, my inner art director was sporting a chubby almost the entire film. But when watching Episode 7, The Force Awakens, though generally excited, I was feeling that art director nervously critiquing a proximity to the original three films that he was almost plagiarizing scenes and not rebooting this franchise with the same sophistication as the first new Star Trek. Sorry, J.J. Now, it occurred to me later, after The Force Awakens, as the die-hard fan inner dialogue was going on, as it does in us, that the First Order was basically a rebranding of the original Galactic Empire. It made me think about a trip some years back when I was in Rio. My travel buddy made a connection with a young local woman to give us a bike tour. She was an interesting character because she grew up with her mother working for the government of Brazil and her father being a political revolutionary who was always fighting the government and in jail. In that day's dialogue about her history, she made a statement that was interesting. She said that her mother continued to work for the new current government and quite honestly, all they did was change the logo, the name, and reprint all their business cards. All the players in the game and all the offices were the same, nothing like a good old rebrand to make everyone think an entire new government was happening. This made me think of Star Wars The Force Awakens. The Galactic, Emperor may, em, the Galactic Empire may have died, but those that could regroup and retool came together under an adjusted banner and name and called themselves the First Order. I mean, that's kind of an impressive name, right? The First Order? No? When we are in real transition times like we are now, I'm talking real life now and real transitional times like now, we need to be cautious of simple rebranding tricks. As I've said in my previous podcast, we are in a really amazing changing time where one day a name for this will be determined. This is a job, society, industry, human life shifting globally and probably bigger than the Industrial Revolution that escorted us into the 20th century. And this one is changing the whole world. We pretty much have known as long as any of us can remember. We are in one of those major human shifts again. And there will be tremendous retooling of terms for people in places that want to look like they're part of the new revolution, but aren't actually, especially by the power players who want to stay on top. Please, I cannot emphasize enough, please, do not be fooled by a bit of rebranding. Everything is changing. Do not buy yourself another year at the company or fool yourself into thinking you just need to muscle down a bit harder to get through a temporary soft spot in business. You won't survive that, just like I believe the First Order won't survive in that galaxy far, far away. At the end of the film, there's a lot of debate as, as to whether the First Order survived the film. I don't know. But if they don't, you can guarantee that they will rebrand themselves into another name if the First Order didn't survive it. Politically speaking, rebranding has been occurring for decades now in real life, though. Terms like conservative and liberal are now used in ways that most have come to understand definitions that are flat out wrong. Alignment of terms and organizations such as the Republican and fiscal conservative is insanity if you do some research and look up actual statistical government spending over the last half a century. Why do you think the GOP was bringing up Abraham Lincoln again in this last election after 151 years? Yes, he was president over 150 years ago. If an organization has to go back more than a decade to point out their best qualities, um, 
You better look a bit closer at that organization. They probably are not what they used to be. Liberal has come to stand for too much spending and handouts or the new term entitlements for those who are lazy and do not want to work. Come on. Too many of those who are called lazy should more accurately be defined as people who, yes, get some kind of support that barely keeps them alive and under a roof and are stuck by the system helping them. Too often if they take a job at Walmart or McDonald's, their income will drop, they will lose Medicaid and be worse off than they are now. If the system is built to benefit corporations so much that the little people who have fallen and can't get up are better off staying flat on the ground, then it is not them being lazy or not wanting to work. It's them wanting to survive and keep their family fed, and this is the best they can do right now. That's a problem, and it's not laziness. Rebranding the poor as leeches on the system and the ones making this country's economy stagnant has been a brilliant bit of rebranding that turns the attention off too many Americans to teach. Turn, it, it, it's, it, 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 it turns the attention from American to American rather than the awful lying wealthy cheaters running things in D.C. and the corporations buying them. That's the problem. But yet we turn towards each other and look at each other as the problem. And now we are rebranding the Confederate flag from a hateful racist symbol of the losing side of our first civil war to one of white nationalism. Alt-right is the new term for neo-Nazis and racist. Doesn't alt-right sound kind of nice? It sounds like something, if I never heard of it, I might look into. But it simply is still Nazi wannabes and racists. And when you get into this whole world of rebranding, there is so, so much growing interest in the potentially dangerous business of branding. Interestingly, branding is now something that you can find numerous books about at Barnes and Noble. And I have several friends in this transitional time who are deciding to move their careers and their work into branding. Okay, so there's an association between art directors and graphic designers and media people and branding, but it's kind of interesting. I somehow think by the time any of my friends finish their college training and become branding experts, we might be already passing the stage where people are beginning to see through this new form of manipulative communication that really doesn't offer anything except a new face for all the same old shit. And if the industry doesn't saturate and fail to employ the many friends I have going into it, then I fear we might never ever see the end of shifting terminology that is completely built to manipulate us all and align us with things we would absolutely never ever consider if we had the time and energy to look into every single word and term more deeply. But alas, in The Force Awakens, we see a rebranding of the evil galactic empire. Same old shit, Same power and money-hungry motivation, but a whole new and improved look. The First Order. Ooh, yummy. Sounds exciting. And those new red banners look so powerful. Thrilling to a graphic designer. But it's the same old shit. Currently in the real world, let's go back to the real world, currently number 45 and his swamp monsters are trying to retool the ideology of America into some old-school reminiscing of what America was. We are in an age where the only place we should be facing is forward, and the only things from the past we should be taking with us are the things that are near and dear to all of us culturally. I think it's probably safe to bring baseball with us, and apple pie is cute, and hot dogs as long as we revive the contents of them and stop feeding ourselves the ground-up remains of whatever meat we scrape off the butcher's floor and toss into the tube. 
I think it's probably safe for us to bring a lot of the wonderful things that made us, interestingly, the melting pot. I think the new forward thinking that all humanity needs to engage in fully should bring the American passion of creating new inventions or solving new problems with new ingenuity. That is something we were once great at, or at least had a lot of fun with. We really need to dust that off and push it way up in the front of us, at the front of the parade, and get running again. The real truth about what made us strong at one time was that we were thinking forward boldly. Maybe even at times foolishly, but we were having fun and making and creating and optimistic. I mean, you don't design the hula hoop slinky, those fun mid-century automobiles and Nassau without a whole shit ton of optimism. We did at one time face forward and we did bring all kinds of wonderful things into the current day that were very progressive, or at least a lot of fun. That is the only old school part of America that we need to go back and pick up and resuscitate and turn it around to be future focused. That is the part we need to be proud of again. We are already suffering the very beginnings of the new age, of this new revolution, and it's not going to stop. It's not going to back up. We can't control it. It is happening. Globalization, automization are here to stay. They are not going anywhere. We need to adapt. We need to dig into that fantastic forward-thinking optimism that made America strong at one time. We need to become the leaders of the new energy rather than hanging on to the dying fossil fuel industry. And yes, okay, when their prices and their stocks and their income is bigger than ever, how can I say fossil fuel is dying? Well, I can say dying because we all know that the end is coming for it. Maybe not in our lifetime and maybe not in our kids, but certainly by our grandkids, the fossil fuel industry will be over. Let's be the ones that forge forward in the biggest and the boldest like America has always been known to do. Let's be proud of something good instead of just, you know, being assholes and clinging to the past. Let's bring the world things that they love and want rather than raining down on them missiles and bombs because they have something that we want and then wonder why organizations like ISIS and these rebel groups keep rising up. If there's ever been a nation in this world that looks more like the Galactic Empire or the First Order in Star Wars than America, I just don't know who it could be. Well, okay, maybe Russia and Putin. I guess I'd sleep with one eye open with China and North Korea too. But in all the Star Wars films, there's a time to retreat and hide, and there's a time to rise up. Ben Kenobi and Yoda hid for many, many years in places that no one could find them. In The Force Awakens, Luke Skywalker did the same. But there comes a time when these giant leaders rise up and take the lead. Our lives, our futures kind of depend on it right now. And I think that we've already begun to establish the rebel fight is not going to let up, and I certainly don't intend to stop. Let's just not be fooled by a bunch of clever, manipulative branding businesses who are skilled enough to rebrand Anakin Skywalker into a national daycare chain or Jabba the Hutt into the face of the new galaxy's Hooters restaurant. May the Force be with us all. Amen. Thanks a lot for listening to this one, and um, I hope you continue listening. I hope to continue to inspire you. And I'm going to start to also um, hopefully get more contact that can lead to other um, material that you can start to do some of your own research and look into the amazing possibilities that are going on out there in the world. And I just want to thank you for listening. Okay? Again, Thursdays at noon is when I'm projecting to put these out, but uh, if you're following me on social media, I can... Uh, put notices. Okay, thanks.
Thanks. Appreciate it.